440 of Good Luck High Five. That's right. You're listening to a podcast that's for you if you play Magic the Gathering. Whether you are super stoked about the D&D crossover set that is happening. Oh, yeah. Or you're just ready for standard to rotate. We are here <laughs> for you. I'm one of your hosts, Maria. I'm another one of your hosts, Megan. And yeah, we're going to be talking all about Adventures in the Forgotten Realms today. We have gotten uh, a pretty good look at some of the cards yeah. in the new set, including a new mechanic called Venture. Yes, it is very cool. It's so cool, it's everybody. It's very, it's very different from anything that we've yes, seen. Yes, I love it. Although similar to some things, which I will make my case for when we talk Ooh, about it. Okay, cool. Yeah, there has been a lot of chatter about it, so yeah. um, I'm interested to talk about it. We're talking, we're going to talk about some new cards, and uh, Mar- Mark Rosewater always tweets out this article that's uh, all sorts of kind of like teaser previews for what's yeah. coming up in the set. So I'm going to imagine what those things could be. Yeah. Because Megan already knows. That's right. Because my very first ever piece of flavor text that you can read on a card is on a card that's now been previewed. Wow. So I'm very excited. Okay. So do we get to talk about that card today too? Yes. Okay, great. Of course we will. I'm so excited. So Megan did flavor text for a number of cards in the set. Yeah. And as soon as those all come out, we're going to play games where I have to guess which ones she wrote. Yes. <laughs> out of some selections. Out of some selections. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm excited very for excited. that. Yes. yes. But before we talk about any of the super exciting new stuff, we have to say super exciting thank yous to everybody who's a patron. Yes. Shout out especially to Owen, who became a patron in the last week, and to John, Yay. who upped his pledge in the last week. Yay. Thank you so much, Owen thank and John. Thank you both so much. <laughs> Thank you so much to everyone who is a patron of this show over on patreon.com slash GLHF magic. It means the world to us. It keeps this show on its feet. It's little motor running. <laughs> I'm describing a robot. I was just like thinking of little motorized uh, wheels that it scoots around oh, yeah, on. It's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. We got to keep those wheels greased. We got to buy the WD-40. Yeah, you're right. Because the noise that I just made when wheels squeak like that in a movie, it means it's a horror movie. <laughs> so you you have to help support That's this podcast rules. so that we can grease the wheels so that this is not a horror film. Yeah. It makes sense. Don't question what I said. Just become a patron. Yes. It just takes less than a minute to do. Um, we're so thankful for everybody who becomes one. Five bucks gets you in at squirrel level. And then you get to join our cool Discord community. Yeah. Which is just an awesome place to talk to other people about magic. We've got channels for everything. If you need help with the draft, if you're Coming like, check out my commander deck. In August, we're going to have another patron-only tournament. Yeah. So... It's pretty sick. Sweet. Just, just a great a great thing all around. Yeah. And we're going to say thank you as well to Card Kingdom because they're in another another amazing sponsor of they our show. They really are. We love they're them. They're so great. We love Card Kingdom. You can check yes. them out at cardkingdom.com slash GLHF. Use that affiliate link to buy whatever you need. You can pre-order Adventures in the Forgotten Realms yep. right now yep. if you want to crack some packs and draft with your friends. If you just want to get some cards for new standard or whatever. Card Kingdom has got you covered. They've also got sweet deck boxes, card sleeves, everything, including beginner decks, which I think is going to be relevant because we always say on the show, people always ask us, it's the number one question is, how can I teach my friend to play magic? Yeah. Right? And so I think corsets are the number one way to get people in. Bless. Excuse me. And like Adventures in Forgotten Realms could be a great entry point. And then if they are interested beyond that, Card Kingdom has some really cool beginner decks that are pre-made that you can use to teach your friends too. 
So uh, we got a preview this past week of a new mechanic happening in Adventures in the Forgotten Realms. That's right. Venture. It is it is wild, um, honestly. It's it's so there's oh my god i don't even know where to start okay okay okay. i'm like just like ah, ah, let's ah, let's read things a, to talk about a card that has venture on it yes if one has already been previewed yes they did have okay. one uh previewed so there's nadar selfless paladin this is two and a white for a three three legendary creature dragon knight vigilance whenever nadar selfless paladin enters the battlefield or attacks venture into the dungeon wow and it has a little reminder text that says enter the first room or advance to the next room. Other creatures you control get plus one plus one as long as you've completed a dungeon. Which is really cool because at the first, you know, when I first saw this card, it just has like this reminder text about a dungeon, but it doesn't really tell you what the heck a dungeon is. And you're just, they're like, what does it mean? What is it? Uh, And it turns out, so there are three cards that are dungeons. Yes. And these are completely unique because they don't exist. They don't take up sideboard spots. Nope. They don't take up main deck spots. Nope. They are just outside the game. And if you want, if you have a card that lets you venture into the dungeon for the first time, you go and get one of these three dungeons from outside the game and you put it into the command zone. Okay. So you can only have one dungeon active at a time. Wow. Which makes sense. It makes sense. You can't you be in as two a dungeons. Person, you can't be in two dungeons at once. No, you can't. No, you're one person. It's just the way it goes. Or one raccoon. <laughs> one squirrel. <laughs> one squirrel can only be in one dungeon at any given time. Exactly. Them's the rules. So these, Maria, tell us about the three dungeons that we have. Okay. So the three dungeons we have, you might recognize them if you're a D&D player, which is the true of everything in this set. Yeah. The Lost Mine of F- Fandelver. Yeah. Sorry. I threw you into that one. <laughs> Fandelver. Uh, the Tomb of Annihilation and Dungeon of the Mad Mage. And what's really cool about these is that, so they all start with like one room that's the entrance. Yes. Right. So like when you venture into the dungeon, you enter the first room. Right. And every time you enter a new room, you get in a bill like it a thing a happens. thing happens a thing happens much like if you were in a dungeon you enter a new room and Some, a, thing a thing happens, happens. if you went in a new room nothing happened i'd be like this dungeon sucks sorry but yep, there should at, be at least something in what here. is with what is with this dungeon <laughs> so for example let's talk about the lost mine of fandelver yeah come Cave in entrance it's the first room yep scry one scry one there Great. you go Wonderful. Great. I'm going in. You just get to scry one. And then from there, they all have some choices. I love it. That you get to make. So you don't have to go. It's not a linear dungeon because what dungeon is? Correct. Uh, so, That's more of a tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> with doors. <laughs> is this a dungeon or is this just a tunnel <laughs> with doors? <laughs> But this one, you have a choice between the Goblin Lair, which lets you make a 1-1 Goblin Creature Token. Yeah. Or the Mine Tunnels, which we just made fun of tunnels, but create a treasure token. Nice. It's so cool. Yeah. Do you want a 1-1 or do you want a treasure? I love when Magic has these neat decision points for you. Yep. And then from there, depending on which one you chose, you have some other options. There's the Storeroom. Put a plus one, plus one counter on target creature. The Dark Pool. Wow. Each opponent loses one life and you gain one life. Or the fungi cavern. Cavern. (laughs) Cavern. (laughs) I said cavern. I did. Target creature gets minus four, minus zero until your next turn. And it's cool, too, because not only do you have to think about what do I want now, but what do I want in the future? Because if you went into the mine tunnels, you cannot go into the storeroom. That's right. 
It's it's lost because you can't. To you. That's just you can't go backwards in the dungeon. The door's no. locked behind you. Exactly, and no one who's you're the only way out is through you know yeah and you want to get through because the last room which everybody goes into all the paths yep. lead to Rome. temple of dam of damhoin dumathoin dumathoin draw a card these names are really getting to us <laughs> yeah, they are. really are i mean it, start, well as, it started with as well drist. as the word as well as the word that we all know cavern which yep. just got to me <laughs> And yeah, yeah. So you, uh, no matter what, if you've completed this dungeon, you've drawn a card. Yeah. Once you get to the last room, you've completed the dungeon, and then it just counts as like, hey, you completed it. You did it. Nice work. And so, if you complete a dungeon, you can choose if you have venture again to go back into that same dungeon. Be like, here we yeah. go, let's go. Or you can choose a completely different dungeon that you haven't already entered into. Yeah. Pretty sweet. I love it. Yeah. Uh, Tomb of Annihilation. This one's wild. Yes. So the first room is trapped entry. Each player loses one life. Okay. That means you too, buddy. Yep. <laughs> uh, then on one side, you can either go Veils of Fear. Each player loses two life unless they discard a card. Okay. Again, that includes you. That's so rough. Sandfall Cell. Each player loses two life unless they sacrifice an artifact, a creature, or a land. Okay. Or if you don't want to go that path because you're like, that sounds rough, you can choose... Obliette. Oh, Obliette. Obliette. Yeah. Discard a card and sacrifice an artifact, a creature, and a land. Wow. Why would you want to do that? Well, it does get you to the last room quicker. Cradle of the Death God. Uh, create the... Oh, the Atropal? Atropal. Create your Atropal. <laughs> the Atropal. The, the Atropal. The Atropal. A legendary 4-4 black god horror creature token with death touch. So if you're like, I need that black death touch god ASAP, I'm going to oubliette. Yeah. Even though it means that you're going to have to get rid of a lot of stuff. Wow. I know, right? Well, I mean, that's pretty powerful if you're able to venture, venture, venture. Yeah. If you just, if you just go venture, venture, venture. You get that 4-4. It's pretty sick. Okay. I mean, doesn't seem like super busted to me. Famous last words. Yeah. But um, that that's seemed- true. It is just a 4-4 four, four at the end of the day. 4-4 four, four on turn 4, right? I mean, but you would have to have venture, venture on turn 1. one two, 2, 3. You could have it on turn 3. Okay. But then you're also going to you're going to sacrifice one of your three lands yeah. in place. You're, you're going to get two lands. You're going to be all in on this 4-4. What four. if they bounce that token? Yikes. Yeepers. <laughs> But hey, maybe you have plans. Yeah. Maybe you have plans. Maybe for there's that token. some way to deal with it. I don't know. I'm just thinking about constructed. That's my constructed thought. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and the last one has the most rooms, Dungeon of the Mad Mage. Pretty this this, this one's pretty sweet. Okay. You start out at the yawning portal, classic. Uh you gain one life. <laughs> I just like how many options it has. Yeah, me the too. The next room is dungeon level, scry one. Great. Then you can either go to the Goblin Bazaar, create a treasure token, <laughs> or the Twisted Caverns, target creature can't attack until your next turn. All right. Pretty cool. Then the next one is a unifying level, Lost Level, Scry 2. Love it. From there, you can either go Runestone Caverns, exile the top two cards of your library, you may play them, or Mural's Graveyard, create two 1-1 one, one black skeleton skellies. creature tokens. Yeah, make two skellies. I want to make two skellies. Uh, Deep Mines, scry three. Wow. And then finally, the Mad Wizard's Lair. Draw three cards and reveal them. You may cast one of them without paying its mana cost. What? Pretty good. Okay, so 
all right, here we're in draft. We were drafted. Oh, by the way, you don't have to draft these cards. No, you do not have to draft the dungeons. You just have access to all three of them at all times. Yeah. So they're going to be in packs and stuff. And, um, I'm sure at some point there's going to be a critical overflow of these at any given LGS. Yes. Hopefully. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So you'll just have them. Um, but which one are you interested in venturing into? Look, Ooh. I know you didn't draft your deck. I know you don't I know. have all the cards, but... I just need to know, like, how much venture do I have? Because, like, obviously, Dungeon of the Mad Mage is where I want to be. Yeah, that one's pretty sick. It's so cool. I love it. You get it. to do so many things, but you have to venture seven times to get to that last room. One, two, three, four, five, six? Seven. Why right? seven? Because one... You have to venture once to one. get into the first oh, oh, one. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're two, right. Two, yeah. three, four, five, six, seven. Yes, yeah, seven times. Yeah, seven that's, times. Like, that's a lot. That's a lot of venturing. And I do love, like, maybe maybe I'm just in it for, like, make a little treasure token, draw a card at the end, and I'm here for the Lost Mine of Fandelver. Yeah, because I'm like, maybe if, even if you get to the Mad Wizard's Lair, you, you know, draw three and, like, they're just all lands. <laughs> yeah, what if you draw three lands? <laughs> What if you draw three lands? Then you feel like the Mad Wizard is not so great at their job after all. Yeah. I mean, they are. Um, it's not like the great, wiz- yeah. the great wizard. The great wizard who's always good at everything. Exactly. Lair. Like the really excellent wizard. That's not what it's. It's not the, the dungeon of the very good wizard. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a it's a true question. Yeah. Or do you want to get spicy and make was, that 4-4? Yeah. Do you want, if, what if you're super aggro and so you're like, I want Tomb of Annihilation because I don't care if I deal myself damage. Right. I want to deal that to my opponent. So like, it doesn't matter to me if we're both having to discard cars or sacrifice stuff. Yeah. I'm trying to put as many speed bumps in their way while I run them over on the smooth track. That was a perfect driving metaphor. You're welcome. Excellent. Excellent work. Definitely nothing to question. I mean, yeah, it's going to be a real question. Like how many creatures have venture in this set? Yeah. Are you just going to have venture that just happens? Yeah. um, No matter the archetype that you're drafting? Yeah. Or is it going to be a specific deck that you have to go into? I would guess the former. Yeah. Um, because they want to use this new mechanic. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, so, yeah. And we've seen some stuff, right? We also have their Shortcut Seeker. This is three and a blue for a 2-5. Whenever it deals combat damage to a player, venture into the dungeon. Cool. So stuff that has, like, a repeatable effect. And also, you know, raises the question of you can throw creatures away just yeah. to venture. Just to venture. And you'll get multiple venture triggers in a single attack step, potentially. Ooh, yeah, like if you had Nadar and Shortcut Seeker. Yeah, mm-hmm. Venture twice. Yep. Uh, then there's Gloom Stalker, two and a white. As long as you've completed a dungeon, it has double strike. Wow. So I also like that there's stuff that gives bonuses right. for having completed it. It remember. Yes. It doesn't even remember. It just knows. It just knows you completed it. Exactly. Gloom Stalker is like, I know you. I, I know, know what, you completed. I know what you did. I know what you did. <laughs> we all tell stories of that dungeon yeah. you completed. <laughs> pretty cool so what do these cards remind you of you said that you were they reminded you of something maria yes is this just a different version of a saga yeah it does remind me of a saga absolutely yeah 100 percent. that's what at first i was like oh these are totally unique and i was like wait a second they're very cool and they remind me of something else very cool yep which is that they essentially have chapters to them. Yes. In the same way that a saga it's has a, a chapter. Saga. It's a big saga. It's one big saga that isn't just triggered by your by the beginning of your main phase. And that you don't have to pay any mana for. That's right. It just happens. It just happens. A free saga. 
pretty that's good. pretty good. Sagas are pretty when good. When you think about it that way. And also, they remind me of contraptions. That's right. From the unset. Yes. Where you could build wild little... Yeah. Assemble like... Assemble a, things. Things and get different bonuses. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean... That's true. Okay, so right, like this, this to me, even like looking at the card, the way that it is oriented top, like from the yeah, top to the yeah. bottom, the way that you move down it, I think is like one of the thing that for my brain was like, oh my goodness, like this looks so much like a saga. You start at the top, you move down. Yep, absolutely. And you do each of these things as you move down it. I wonder how this is going to be show up on like arena. Or Magic Online, even. Yeah, like, for sure. Are you going to have a little mini fig like go through the dungeon? Yeah. <laughs> Great question. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cute? It really would be. But we've been hearing, I mean, a bunch of people have been on Twitter talking about this. Yeah. How good are these? I, uh, like, I think that, right, part of the answer to that question lies in, again, how easy is it to venture? Yeah, that's true. Because a lot of people were making comparisons to brace yourself, everybody, if you <gasps> haven't heard this, energy. Ooh, spicy. Beca- I see it. Yep, because there's no drawback. Yep. For it's venturing. A completely different resource. Yep. Completely different resource. Absolutely. No drawback to either, you know, like energy generating it, in this yeah. case, going into the dungeon. Yeah. The it's effect, just on cards that exist. It's just on cards. You get the benefit. Uh, you don't have to do anything else. Yeah. Um, unless venture creatures happen to be worse, which I don't think that they will be from yeah. seeing these previews. Um, yeah. So I think uh, people were initially a little bit worried. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> because if you remember the days of energy, it was really, really good. We talked about yes. it recently on an episode when we were going Way through too powerful. Me- mechanics. And it was just too powerful because like yeah. we said, it was a benefit for absolutely no work. As someone who is currently playing... Uh, I've, oh, I'm, yeah. re- I'm living those Teamer Marvel days in historic oh right now. Yeah. And let me tell you, like, I love it. Yeah, Teamer, spin that wheel. Spin that wheel. And as I've told Maria, sometimes the wheel spins you, man. Yeah, it's absolutely Sometimes true. it really takes you for a ride. So true, so true. <laughs> but yeah, that deck, the energy, that energy deck was completely and utterly exactly. busted. Exactly. It's absurd. Attuned with ether. Yep. You just get two energy in a land. Like, Great. happy birthday. Thank you. And yes. once you have six, you're like, spin it, baby. Yes. Yeah. Um, Rogue Refiner. Oh, Rogue Refiner. Bless this card. Yeah, the card was great. Three, two. I, was it a common or an uncommon? It was a common. It was three, two for one green blue. Yeah. When it enters the battlefield, you get two energy and you draw a card. Okay. Historic playable. Yeah. Rogue Refiner. <laughs> So now, okay, six months into the future, we're going to be saying historic playable X. Yeah, like the card, card that has venture into the dungeon. I don't know. I, yeah. I don't think these rooms are too busted, but yes. I will just say I could be wrong. Yeah. They're not as, I will say, yeah, the payoff of them is not as busted as the payoffs from from uh, Kaladesh. Yes. Right. There's no, th- this isn't a riparian tiger situation. <laughs> Riparian Tiger, which we've talked about. We many love times. you, buddy. Yes. Um. Yeah, that's true. Which was a four-four. You could pay two energy when it attacked, and we get plus two, plus two. Yeah. Which is just it was a six-six with trample at that point. Yeah. Obscene. The other thing I've heard people mention with this is um, they're talking about the fact that it is a, quote, parasitic mechanic. What does that mean? What does that mean? Mark Rosewater uh, invented this term, or at least was the one who used it most widely, meaning it only relates to cards in the set in which it lives. 
Okay. Yeah. So it can't play with anything else outside of it. That's a very good point. Which is true. And it's yeah. a little sad because I think it's kind of cool. Yeah. So not even kind of. I think it's really cool. That being said, energy, same. Yes, absolutely. Did not matter. People no. just played the heck out of energy decks. <laughs> yeah. And that was all, yeah. that was all she wrote. Long Tusk Cub? Oh. Oh, How can I forget Long Tusk Cub? Wow, baby. That was a good cat. That was a very standard playable. Standard playable. Long Tusk Cub. It was a tutu. It was a tutu. Two. It was a tutu for two. It was a bear. Oh, wow. Uh, an energy bear, if you will. Yeah. Um, but all of that said, I don't personally think we're like, I'm, I'm really setting myself up for failure here. Do you know what? But we, why, why talk about anything if you're not going to be bold about right. it, Maria? Hot take. Hot take. Let's hear it. I think these are totally fine. I yeah. don't think they're busted. I think they're so incredibly creative. They perfectly replicate the experience of playing D&D in a new and interesting way yeah. in this set, which I ab- imagine was the goal. Yeah. Um. So I give them a big A plus thumbs up. I yep. think they're incredible and I cannot wait to play with them. Do you know what? I'm going to go again. Also going out on a limb here. All right. I agree. Oh, (laughs) I thought you were going to take the other side. No, I agree. I don't think that any of these are too busted. Okay. That being said, what if it turns out to be super easy to venture seven times and like, you're like, okay, I'm casting something for free. Yeah. But like, I don't, I don't know how early that could happen. Like, I guess the question is, what's the earliest that that, that, that could happen and yeah. have it be broken? And for me, the answer is like, five, turn five, maybe. Is there a one-drop venture creature that's worth playing? I Not that we've seen so not far. No, we've seen so far. So I don't know. That's a question. Like, that's going to be a big question. Yep. Again, it just comes down to, like, how how easy. Yeah. How easy is it? All right. Well, remains to be seen. And uh, we will find out rather quickly because the previous season for AFR is only like blinking. It's done. Yeah. Um, Our preview is going to be coming out on Wednesday. Very excited. So check our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash good luck high five for that on Wednesday or follow us on Twitter at GLHF magic to be notified when that drops. Yep. Because it's a pretty cool card. Um, And we want to share with you. But yeah, the previous season is just... Just whirlwind. It's yeah. a whirlwind adventure. Um, before well, we get there, let's go. Well, let's go. Um, yeah. So speaking of what's coming ahead in this set. Yeah. All right. So we have here over on Mark Rosewater's blogatog. Yep. His adventures in the forgotten realms teaser. He does one of these for every set where he kind of gives little clues about cards in the set and lets you guess about them. And it's yeah. exciting way to hype it up. Um, and this one's got some really spicy stuff in it. Yeah. Uh, for example, a card granting minus 11, minus 11. Ooh, <laughs> gotta love it. That sounds a bit like Tragic Fall, which was uh, in Modern Horizons 2. Yeah. Which was a nod to Tragic Slip. I was going to say, based off of Tragic Slip. Minus 13, minus 13. Yeah. So he also says a new enchantment subtype. What? What do you think this subtype could be? Um, bag. What? <laughs> I'm thinking Enchantment of, bag? Like, uh, well, bag of holding is a card that already exists. Yeah. So that's what I was thinking of, so never mind. Hmm. Um, eh, gosh, an en- enchantment subtype? Uh, enchantment, um, level up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's something you do enchantment, in d Okay, there's enchantment auras. Yep. There's like... Creatures. That are enchantments. Oh yeah, enchantment creatures. I actually don't know what kinds of enchantment. Is that it? No, there's got to be more. There's like 
world enchantments. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, although world, that's a super type. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know, and I I don't remember either. Wow. Well. Okay. So I don't know. Wow, that's interesting. Enchantment bag. <laughs> I'm sure they've got a reprint bag of holding this stuff. They just have to. I feel to. like they do have to. It's it's a law. Ooh, a creature with a death trigger that makes an equipment token. Oh, I love it. So you kill it and you take its loot. Nice. Oh, great. Sweet. You're like, okay, I and now I take your sword. Wow. I am such a flavor person that this set is art just I can just tell. It's just gonna be so great. And I love it. It's a core set. Okay, yeah. we're not getting something boring. That's true. It's pretty it's pretty okay, sweet. I'm really excited. Um, um a legendary creature that makes a legendary hamster <laughs> creature token, which many people have already pointed out. We know about yeah. Boo. Yeah. The legendary hamster. <laughs> Cute. Great. I want a hamster creature token. Um something that only seen previously in unsets comes to Black Border. Uh, what? What do you think? It did could he, be. Did he mean the dungeon kind of thing? No, he didn't. No. I don't know. Could it be? I'm thinking of like, what are some of the weird things that you could do? Like tossing a card. Remember with the slaying mantis where you threw a card? What about half cat, half? Half cat, half something? Yeah. Although that would have been in mechanics. So oh, yeah. You're right. It. You're right. You're right. Um, uh, I don't know. I don't know either. An artifact that's a musical instrument that creates harmony counters. Aww. Oh, that's adorable. What instrument do you hope it is? That's a harp. A harp. Ooh. All right. Come on. Harmony. Harmony counters. What about like a, a lute? A lute. It could easily a be a lute. Yeah. Um, a card that can keep your opponent from winning the game. <laughs> So this must be like the classic, like, well, this is like your opponents can't win and you can't lose. Yeah, like Platinum Angel or something. Yeah. Uh, an ability that cares about attacking with a certain amount of power of creatures. All right, that's cool. That's right up your alley. Yeah, I love it. Get me, get me in. Uh, cards that, that let you decide where the story goes. That's dungeon. That's the dungeons. Are you sure? Cards that let you decide where the story goes. Okay, so yeah, I, I can see that's that. Gotta be, that's got to be Dungeons. I'm just, like, choose, I'm just thinking choose your own adventure when I see that. I think that Dungeons are choose your own adventure. Well, they are. They are, yeah. <laughs> but maybe there's other choose your own adventures. Oh, all right. Okay. A card that creates a legendary creature token named Vecna. Okay, that's cool. Cute. Maybe I'm supposed to know who Vecna is, but I don't. <laughs> Sorry, everybody who's listening who does. <laughs> Uh, here are some rules texts that will be showing up on cards. Enchanted permanent is a treasure artifact. <laughs> I love it. You can just like turn turn their creature turn whatever their creature into a treasure. treasure. You're like, great bummer for you. That's a pretty cool removal spell because it you're is. removing their creature, but you're like, all right, you get yeah. a mana. Well, but also it says enchanted permanent, so you could turn their land into a one 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 use, uh, one use land. Yeah. Ooh, so rude. Yep. So rude. Ward, discard a card. Okay. Uh, We've seen ward, so. That's a neat way to uh, Mm -hmm. also approach ward. Exchange your hand in library. (laughs) Great. All right. Everyone loves exchanging your hand in library. Okay. I'll I'll have a a hand of 30 cards. Skeletons, vampires, and zombies. All right. I feel like that's got to be some kind of. Like they all get plus one, plus one. Yeah, or they some all kind have of lord. Yeah. yeah, some kind of something that grants abilities to all of those. Spend this mana only to cast dragon spells or activate the abilities of dragons. Classic. Love it. 
for each different mana value among non-land cards in your graveyard. Mm. Oh, I wonder if you can get them back. Oh, yep. I bet you can. Um, for uh, Then if you have fewer than three cards in hand, draw cards equal to the difference. Okay. Oh. Okay. Whenever you cast a creature spell that doesn't share a creature type with a creature you control or a creature card in your graveyard. It's got to be draw a card. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, you may cast this creature's name from your graveyard if a creature not named this creature name died this turn. <laughs> All right, spicy. Something that's like, I will live again if something died. And quote, when its power becomes 20 this way. Oh. Dot, dot, dot. Oh. So something's power can become can, 20. Can become 20. 20. That's a number in D&D. Yeah. Oh, oh, Maria, do you have a prediction about the number 20? I'm predicting some kind of natural 20 situation. Oh, spicy. <laughs> okay. How do you think, What? like, tell me more. I don't know. Okay. Something becoming 20s, 20 mattering somehow. Okay. Are they going to make you roll 20s? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Also, roll 20s sounds like, like a, like you're in a casino. <laughs> Gotta come up in here rolling 20s. Rolling 20s up in here. Um, finally, uh, some card hype lines. Dwarf citizen. Tiefling wizard. Human elf monk. Elf spider. Oh no. <laughs> Gnome warlock. Halfling rogue. Bird bear. Dragon knight. Devil god. Beholder. Yeah, oh, we've seen that one. Yeah, we have. Wow. Yeah, very cool. Okay, so let's look at some of the cards that have been previewed. Yeah. Megan, we've ke- we've kept everyone in suspense for long enough. That's true. Tell us your flavor text card. Okay, it, this is it's just on this little buddy named Dungeon Crawler. Oh, uh, who's a little uncommon from the set. Single black two one Dungeon Crawler enters the battlefield tapped. Whenever you complete a dungeon, you may return Dungeon Crawler from your graveyard to your hand. Oh, cool. Um, I think of it as giving them another chance to achieve their potential. <laughs> With an attribution to a necromancer. Wow, that's great. Yeah. Give it up, listeners. Give it up. Thank you. Thank Give you. it up one for of, Megan's first flavor text. Several so, oh, that I boy. have in here. I'm so excited. But the only one that we've seen so far. So okay. Just, you know that it's not, on the others, not any of these other ones. We, t- we already decided that Megan has to frame all of her flavor texts. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I, I, I'm so happy. Yeah, that's really cute. It's not my favorite one that I wrote. Oh. So that one is oh, we'll have yet to, to come. It. Okay, yeah. okay. Let's talk about this other... Um, so we've already seen some of the alternate art for the set, which looks like a D&D rule book. Yes. But we've also now seen ones that look like old campaigns. Ugh, Evolving Wilds. Like, this is just so cool. I love this card. How much do you think this alternate art will go for? Because I think that it could be a lot of money. I, I don't know. I, I think it's so, so cool. It's really... Okay. It, like, it's so cool. It doesn't look like a magic card. No. So, okay. If you haven't seen it, this looks like an old campaign booklet. You would get like um, a module back in the day. And this Evol- Evolving Wilds has almost nothing on it to indicate the fact that it's a land. Yeah. <laughs> other than the fact that it says land under it. Uh, so it's purple. It's all purple. It's got a Dungeons and Dragons banner on it. It says land. It's got some art that looks like classic, you know, <laughs> 70s, yeah. 80s art. And then it has a rules text of Evolving Wilds on it. It's just, it's so cool. The real tragedy is that you have to sacrifice this. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That I can't just like, live on your battlefield forever. Oh, it, because if only I could. It is 
unbelievable. I'm in love it's with really it. It's really cool. Some people are not fans. I don't know what's wrong with them. No, if I'm being I mean, okay. So I could definitely see some people being like, what? This doesn't look anything like Lynn. And I'm like, shut up. Who cares? Exactly. Quit complaining. It's so cool. It's so different. It's very, very cool. Here for it. So we saw one of the Planeswalkers in the set yeah. way back in Lolf. May. Lolf. Yep. Spider Queen. Spooky. Uh, but now we have seen Eliwick Tumblestrom. Oh my gosh. Who's a little bard. So she's so cute. Yes. Uh, so this is two green green for four loyalty. Plus one, venture into the dungeon. Oh, she ventured. Wow. Okay. Minus two, look at the top six cards of your library. You may reveal a creature card from among them and put it into your hand. If it's legendary, you gain three life. Put the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order. I get it. Minus seven, you get an emblem with creatures you control have trample and haste and get plus two, plus two for <laughs> each differently named dungeon you've completed. Oh, so she's creator of behemoth. Yeah. And also, <laughs> I love that this is also like... Hey, it gets plus two, plus two, not for each dungeon you completed, but each dungeon with a different name. Yeah, that's so cool. you can't just do the same one if you want this bonus multiple times. Ellie Wick, I'm here for you. She's she's really cool. I think this is a this really is cool This is also what made me think loot. She's playing like a little. Oh, yeah. She's playing yeah. a little loot. See, that's why I said harp because in my memory she had a harp, but it was a loot oh, the whole time. It was a loot the whole time. <laughs> Wow, that planeswalker is really dope. I yeah. love it. She like we were talking about her like in in terms of planeswalkers in general. She doesn't protect herself. No, but she does come in with a high loyalty. She goes up to five. That's true. So if you're playing this on turn four, and then she ends up with five loyalty, assuming that you've done something before then to develop your board. Yeah. They probably can't kill her on the next attack. I wouldn't think so. Which is what's important. Yeah. And um, you're going to get that scry when she comes in. Yeah. If you're playing that first dungeon. Yep. Like you'll get some dungeon ability. Yeah. Which might help protect her. And there's a couple of dungeons in the rooms where you get like a 1-1. One, one. Yeah. Or something like that. So she so, might make a 1-1. One, one. Yeah. So after a couple right. uh, after a couple ventures, you'll get a 1-1. One, one, so she will be able to pr protect herself that yep. way. Uh, she doesn't remove anything, which is another thing we often look for in Planeswalkers. But she yeah. does help you draw, find what you yeah. need. Which she you draws you cards. Have your creature deck. She gets you into that dungeon. She get you into that dungeon. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> speaking of some other stuff that has dungeon, like is dungeon relevant. Okay. Cloister Gargoyle. Spooky. Two and a white for a an O4. When Cloister Gargoyle enters the battlefield, venture into the dungeon. Okay. As long as you've completed a dungeon, Cloister Gargoyle gets plus three plus O and has it. flying. I love it. So I like that this card right early on, just like a nice little O4 blocker. Yep. It would be like, get in the way. Gets you into a dungeon Sits or gets stone. you farther into a dungeon. And then later on, like later in the game, maybe you've completed a dungeon and it's like, okay, now I'm a three, four flyer. I love it because this, we've seen a similar gargoyle de designs over the years yeah. and they've always been like some way to activate it, to give yes. it fly, right? To turn it on, to make yeah. it like a bigger creature and actually, yeah. To animate it. up it. in the air, animate it. And this is a really cool way to do it. Yeah. Um, they <laughs> release this other card, which I just personally love, which is Flump. Yes, an iconic creature <laughs> from d and I love this Flump. One in a white for an 0-4 jellyfish. Defender flying. Whenever Flump is dealt damage, you and target opponent each draw a card. Oh, Flump. Cute. <laughs> You're just giving everybody cards, Flump. So nice. It's like, don't hit me. Don't hit I'll me. I'll give you cards. <laughs> If you hit this flump, cards come out. That was me spraying jellyfish juice. Gross. Don't say juice. <laughs> what is it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't what know. do they spray you with? I don't know. It looks like mist. They missed you. It fart on you. Flump yeah, fart you on you. 
Both draw a card. Good flump. <laughs> oh, flump. <laughs> it's just so the best name. <laughs> cool. Um, but previews really get started tomorrow. Yes. So that's when we'll start seeing a whole bunch more. Yeah. So watch out on the internet because they cannot be stopped. No. We cannot be stopped. No. Um, <laughs> I'm... I've got to say, for a core set, I can't remember ever being more excited for a core set. It is really cool. It is up there with Magic Oranges. Absolutely. AKA Magic Origins. Yeah. But which everybody called Magic Oranges. <laughs> yes. Magic Oranges. That's still how I remember it. Yeah, that's what it's called. <laughs> Anyways, which was the core set where we got to see the backstories and had the cool flip planeswalkers. planeswalkers. Yeah. Um, of, you know, the base five. That was very cool. I loved that concept, but it did yes. not necessarily permeate like every card in that set. That's true. And which this, this does. is very cool. So yeah, this is way, this is, you know, a, a, a hit out of the park. A home run. A home run. Otherwise known as a home run. You know, we're calling it early. Obviously we haven't seen a lot, but I mean like I'm, <laughs> I'm ready to give it a flavor home run, honestly, based right. off of what have we seen here yep. and of off the dungeons. All right. The dungeons are so cool. Oh my gosh, I mean, the dungeons are so cool. They're, yeah, they're just great. Um, we also, there's one card that we, that has been previewed. Tasha's Hideous Laughter. <laughs> one blue, 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 blue for a sorcery. Each opponent exiles cards from the top of their library until that player has exiled cards with total mana value 20 or more. Wow. That's, that's could, rough. Could be a lot. That's a lot of cards. Yeah. That's going to be. A lot of cards. I really also like the card power word kill. Yeah. One in a black instant destroy target, non-angel, non-demon, non-devil, non-dragon creature. Yeah. It's a little doom blade. Yeah. Kind of. It's a kind of sort yeah. of doom blade, you know? Yeah. Uh, so anyway, that could be like really a good player. Might be a, yeah, might be a good removal. So when do we rotate? With the fall set? With the fall set. So we've got this, and then the next one will ro be the rotate? Yeah, the next one will be the Innistrad Werewolves. Werewolves, yeah. Uh, Midnight Hunt Midnight will be Hunt. when okay. everything rotates. All right, so we're not quite there, we're but... So we're so close to Eldraine not being everybody. here anymore. <laughs> we're so close. <laughs> we're counting down the days. We are so close. Until Bonecrusher Giant can crush no more. Ugh, until Brazen Borrower can has borrowed, borrowed its last. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I can't wait. Honestly. Cannot wait. Neither can I. <laughs> neither can I. All right, everybody. Let's say thank you to Ultra Pro, another one of our incredible sponsors. That's right. You can hop on over to their Twitter if you want to take a look at all of the amazing playmats that they have from the Summer Secret Lair Drop. Yeah, there's some great stuff it there. It is incredible. And if you're like, hey, I'm not interested in getting this secret lair. Maybe you don't play the cards. Maybe you're just like... That's not in my budget right now. Yeah. But you have the money for like a one sick playmat. Absolutely. Go to Ultra Pro for your one sick playmat. Yeah, they've got some really cool ones. Do you need Ragavan yeah. to help your cards on the battlefield? Don't worry. They've got a Ragavan playmat. That's right. If you're like, I'm not going to play Ragavan in modern, but I want that flying monkey on my side. Hey. Hey. Ragavan can be. Do you want Mother of Runes on the table for you? Yes. With the new secret lair art? Of course you do. I think you do. So hop on over there. Yeah. Take a look and just you know, feast your eyes upon it. Upon it. Upon the art. Upon it. Yes. And, and also, then you can tell your opponents 
when you unroll your playmat, yeah. you can use that line. Upon-st. That's free for you. You have to say it. Feast your eyes upon my playmat. They've also been doing such really cool tweets and stuff uh, celebrating Pride Month. And for that, give them a huge thumbs up. They've been like showing off, oh, we've got all these different rainbow color sleeves and all this yeah. kind of stuff. And it's just cool to see, um, you know, them uh, tweeting out some cool gear that they've got in support of uh, their uh players celebrating pride month so we're here for that too well everybody that's episode 440 of jilly jeff that's right i heard jilly jeff instead (laughs) that's a secret name of the show if you ever need to be like what's the secret name of jilly jeff jilly jeff jilly jeff Great. Uh, yeah. Thank you again so much to everyone who is a patron. Yeah. If you're not, consider becoming one. Yeah. Uh, Patreon.com slash GLH of Magic. We've got sweet rewards. Takes no time at all. And the best part is, is how good you'll feel about supporting That's right. the content that you listen to. Honestly, you're like, it won't make any difference because it's free. Next time. I'm serious. When we're at the top of the show talking about our patrons, you can be like, That's me. Yes. You just feel great. Like, listen to yes. me and being like, Hey, I know I can get it for free, but also I'm able to support it. Yeah. This is, this is how I feel when I listen to stuff that I support on Patreon. I'm like, I feel great because I know that I'm helping them do the thing that they do. Yes. And I feel like I'm like part of that in a new way. And like, I don't feel guilty like listening. Yeah. You know what I mean? So of course, anyway, um, awesome. that's my pitch. So like I do it. I think you should too. It's yeah. really, really easy. Patreon.com slash GLHF magic. Check out ultra pro card kingdom for all of your magical needs. And next week we'll be back with more adventures from the forgotten realm stuff. So exciting. We will have seen so many cards. So many cards. We're going to have seen more than half the cards. Unbelievable. So, wow. See you here next week.